everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Conference Games. Today, I have on the show Lauren Kunda. Hi. So tell me about yourself, Kunda. What are you so special about this school to you? What's so special about this school? Well, there's kind of a bit of a lot. So, like, go back all the way back and when I found the school. The school found me, first off. Um, Back in my freshman year high school, I got an email from this guy named Mark Olson and it basically said hi I want you to come here and I'm like okay so like my sophomore year my parents and I planned this whole trip on basically seeing all these schools like during the summer I saw like six schools in a week it was crazy and we basically came here and they gave me a tour gave me the whole shebang like kind of like what I do now but this was kind of like the only school that really stood out to me and made me feel like accepted um, for who I was and it also gave me all of the things that I wanted in a school like I wanted To be able to sing and play a sport and still feel like I had a life and not just like I was gonna be owned by a school um, And then the other big thing is that they had a master's and bachelor's program so I could get both degrees and Whatever they told me it was four and a half years, but here I am doing it in four so but that was really the biggest thing is that I got recruited for soccer and then I got to be in choir and play soccer and get my master's and bachelor's degree and it's kind of a win-win situation in my opinion. What's your type of job? My type of job? Mm -hmm. Well I'm going to be graduating with my bachelor's of science in education and then I'll get my master I'm getting my master's in special education so my goal is to be a fourth grade teacher hopefully fingers crossed in Salina but we'll see. (laughs) Kind of get my areas open, but fourth grade teacher is really the goal. Cool, cool. Like, what's your job now that you're working in on the campus? Right now, I'm a tour guide, and I'm also a choir aide, so I do both of those right now for campus. Mm, I see, I see. So, tell me about your senior year. Oh, my senior year. Well, this year. This year has been full, I feel like, of trials and tribulations. It has been as stressful as they get. Do you think Mark is being, uh, making your life miserable? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he. Uh, this year's probably been the easiest soccer year I've had in the four years I've been here, just because it's been a little bit more relaxed. Like it's been more consistent of what the season's supposed to look like. Because I never really got what the season was supposed to be like my first two years here because of COVID and all that stuff. So I didn't really get the full effect of what the true soccer season was supposed to be until last year. Um, but this year, soccer's probably been the easiest thing on my radar, other than my wedding. That's probably been the easiest. But soccer hasn't been crazy, which has been nice. So what happened to your freshman, sophomore year, directly? My freshman year, let's see. My freshman year was the mask year, where we still had to wear masks at practice. <laughs> we had to wear these big things while we practiced, and we all looked crazy with these, like, they were like kind of like uh, headbands, but they had to go around our neck and up our nose and around our faces. And we had to practice with those. We couldn't do like the beginning ceremonies or anything like that. Like we normally do at the games. We mm-hmm. didn't do any of that stuff because we couldn't be next to the other teams. And I would probably say we only probably played. So the first half of our season was from August to November. And I prob- we only probably played like eight games. And then the other half got pushed to the spring because everybody canceled because their team got COVID. Oof. 
Yeah. So it was really weird because it's like we played all year. It was basically a year-long sport because we played our games in the sp- like in the f- fall time when our normal season is, and then some of our games got pushed to the springtime. So we didn't play from December and January. Then we had to come back in February and then still have more conference games. And it was really weird because we'd come back and it was just like we bar- we had two months off. And we had to come back and go play more conference games. Ooh, that's a that's a long workout. You had to no get kidding. Up. That's a lot. And not everybody was in town, so it's like people went home for Christmas break or basically after Thanksgiving. So my freshman year, they didn't have people return after Thanksgiving. So you had from Thanksgiving until the twenty sixth of January off for school. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a long time before you go back to the conference games. Exactly. So it's like we had almost three months off of being in wherever state we were back, and that's if we got to come back for inner term mm-hmm. or if you came back for classes. But we didn't start practicing until probably the fourth day of November or February. And then we had, I think, a game in th- three weeks, three weeks after we started practicing. And keep in mind, it's like, 20 something degrees outside so we couldn't actually play because our the temperature so our games constantly kept getting canceled so then we never finished the season technically our game just kept getting canceled either because of the weather or covid oh wow that that is that is definitely like crazy for for covid19 right so so for the for your uh, for this year um how do you how do you think Mark did this year as a big improvement? Do you think the team also improved as well? Like how like how's Mark been from like when I was a freshman to now or Yeah, from your freshman to now. Ooh. Okay. Um well in what context? Like as a coach or as like developing the team? Uh coach first. Okay. Definitely coach. As a coach, um my freshman year, he was a hard ass on no like honestly he was (laughs) he he didn't let anything slide like things that he lets go now would have never passed my freshman year like people like say he's so mean now and he doesn't let anything go I'm like y'all are insane like you did not see we couldn't get away with anything if you were late to practice like he he always would I don't know if you've been you were here when it happened, but he would threaten like, Oh, every minute you're late, ten Olsons. No no no. Yeah, because I remember that my, my when I was on my just being recruited, because he yeah. did say something about that from somebody mm-hmm. else. Well see, he said that people say that as a joke now. No, no, no. That was legit. If you were late, you ran ten Olsons for every single minute you were late. And that was an actual punishment. Like to think about it, my freshman year, if you didn't pass the fitness test, depending on where you landed in the fitness test, you had a certain amount of Olsons to do. So if you were forty eight, if you did forty eight, you had two hundred and fifty Olsons to do. If you were fifty or higher, like if you did fifty, fifty two or any of those, you had five hundred Olsons to do and you had a week and a half to do it. See that I didn't know that. Oh yeah. No, that was that's This is how new was information for me, actually. Oh, yeah, no. Freshman year, that's how it was. Like that's how Pey- uh Peyton, that's how her and I became best friends because we ran Olsons constantly. For, literally, we ran probably twenty five to fifty Olsons every single day for a week straight. And we did them together because we both got the same score. Wow, that that is that is definitely. So a... that's just that's just one example. Like, I think he was really consistent with his punishments because he held everybody to the same standard. That's how it was my freshman sophomore year, mm-hmm. but junior and senior year, I feel like he's kind of let off and become more of a softy. Like, not that it's a bad thing, 
but I feel like he's been very inconsistent with who he punishes and how he punishes them. Like he says, oh, they have to do this, this, and this, and then I've never seen them actually have to follow through. Like one of our other teammates, when she was like, she missed our... She missed the whole game, and then I was told that she would have to run for 90 minutes straight. Mm -hmm. Never had to run. Never did. But another teammate had to run for 45 minutes, because she got a red card. Mm-hmm. But that that's more or less reasonable because it is a red card. Well, yeah, that's why I'm saying. But the other one didn't get held accountable. So that's why that's just, I mean, I've just from what I've seen, it's kind of just the consistency of what you hold your your t- players to. Like the accountability level has gone down. Mm. Like you don't hold every team, every player to the same standard is what it feels like. Yeah, because he uh, he had I missed an, a morning practice myself, and I did sixty Olsons. Yeah, which is I mean I think is pretty valid. Yeah, so because I because I did them, I think I may have missed five. Yeah. But on that, just it it was at least consistent that yeah. I actually punished myself versus him telling me to punish myself, mm-hmm. uh, p- be punished. Because I know other teammates that have missed practice, he made them go run, and they had to have someone record them. Mm-hmm. doing it so that way he got proof but i, think, I feel like it was just he kind of picks and chooses who he punishes yeah i think i think from his standpoint from my end i think he understands i will punish myself because i honestly am they always like the person like you to, feel bad i feel bad like i should should have done better yeah. to be there and I, i'm the same way like if i i never missed a practice until this this was the first year that i've ever missed practice but i was like dog sick okay. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I was, I was, I couldn't get out of bed for two days. It was bad. So how do you feel about the conference games when Mark had us go through that? This year or years past? Years past until to for this year as well because it seemed like we were unprepared for this comp these conference games anyways. Um, years past, I think we were a lot worse. A lot worse. Yeah, and the biggest reason is because we didn't trust each other and we didn't know. Like I didn't know anybody my freshman year. Like, the freshmen got excluded from the team because we weren't a part of their little group or whatever. Like, I did not like being here my freshman I don't, year. I don't like those click, like click groups. It was very really clicky. Yeah, my freshman year is super clicky. And then sophomore year was very similar. And he kept telling us that we were the ones that had to change it. But another issue is the people he kept bringing in mm-hmm. were a lot of the problems. So it was hard to fix the issues when he wasn't bringing in people that could help fix those issues. Like his choice of players. is Like the players he brought in for that next year. Like, you know how we have those end of the year meetings Mm -hmm. and he would say, okay, you guys are the ones in charge of how the team goes and all these different things. But the biggest thing is the people he brought in, like we finally got to a good point towards the end of the season, like in the spring. And then the next year we'd be good. And then the people he would bring in would screw it all up. And it's just like, I don't think he really considered who he brought in to help us feel like we can make that team bonding and that more of um, connectedness actually like there. Yeah. So, so originally your guys' conference games were like just so bad. We I don't think my freshman year we didn't win a single game. Not not one. I think maybe Sterling was the only one we won, but I think we barely scraped by. And I think it was it was very similar my sophomore year. And then junior year, I think it was a lot better just because we the... finally got rid of all the people that were pretty toxic on the team. We finally said, see you later. And I think we like still have one... a couple more. Yes, I would agree. I still feel like there was more. But the biggest problem mm-hmm. we got rid of, and I feel like that was the one thing this team could agree on and we could finally, like, 
agree on something, and that was the one thing we all could agree on. And I think it got better, but I don't think it was good. Because I still feel like we blamed each other a lot during the games, and that caused a lot of issues on why we couldn't work together. And then my biggest thing over the past four years is that we never played like a team. We play as individual players being stuffed onto a field hoping to make it work. I feel like that's been the biggest issue the four years I've been here is that you have good players, but they don't know how to work with – they can't be a team. It's like it's like wanting to get to know them without actually getting to know them. Like, you, like yeah. you, need, you need to – and that bond that at least, you know, sticks around so you guys can work together, like, as one, yeah. definitely. But – Definitely. Do you think this year is definitely improved a lot? Oh, by far. This year's probably. I've had the most fun on a team this year by far. Because I feel like the, during the beginning of the conference games, it was definitely we were all hesitant, especially because I. It's more of a like. We weren't prepared, but we knew we were prepared enough because Mark saw us during practices that we were improving Mm -hmm. but when we we apply it to games now it's like we all fall apart and just become totally different people like yeah no i say that was especially towards like the end i feel like the middle of the season it was a total like disaster on like what happened like we would do great at practice it's like oh yeah we're kicking butt shots are on point like all of this is going well and then all of a sudden like we hit the field and it's like we everybody's mind goes blank I feel like defensively we were pretty solid and pretty sim- similar, The I think, the entire season. I say that's probably one of the few things that we were pretty consistent of. And then when we lost some of our starting and key players this season, I think that really threw us for a loop. And then I also think that we kept switching so many different things all the time in practice. Like for formations and yeah, bunch of stuff. Yeah, and who played what when. Like, there's people who got thrown into a game who'd never even seen the daylight of that position. And I felt like that was we were being almost set up for failure in a sense. Sometimes is what it felt like. Um, which is sad to say, but sometimes it felt like we were getting set up to fail because we wouldn't get to work with these players and they've never played together like, especially, like, our mids, I feel like they got set up because Olive was probably the only one that always played. And then because Drea, Lowe, Allie, Maritza would always get switched around and then they just mm-hmm. kind of get shoved in there and say, oh, yeah, you have to play together. Like, and But they've never, like, they didn't have the bond to play and know how each other works. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it seems like it's really off in the center because you could tell that they're, like, scattered around well, a lot. that's when we would lose the ball. Like, we would win it defensively and we'd get it to our mids, but we could never get it back up top because mm-hmm. we would lose it centrally because we couldn't connect because we didn't have a good connection because they didn't play well. They didn't play a lot with each other. But Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Do you? But by then, do you think Mark still could improve in just in general? I mean, it's as far hard. as it goes, it's hard because it's like he lost the player. We found a thing that worked and then we lost the players that made that thing worked. So he was just I feel like it was it's a hard question to ask because he was put in kind of an uncomfortable position because we had something. We finally found something that worked really well. Like when we played Bethel and we kicked their butt, we that worked. That was a great formation. The three we had in the middle, people up top, it worked great. But then the three people we had all got injured and we've never been able to kind of get that same mortality back yeah so it's like he did good i think we finally found our groove and then the thing that got our groove is the formations itself that he's trying to figure figure out i feel like that's something we should kind of figure out in the beginning not halfway through the season 
Like, if you want to play a formation, you try that out in preseason. Because there's, like, and, multiple formations. Like, well, yeah. You know, we, we also, like, us forwards actually thought about doing 4-4-2 because it seems yeah. more reasonable because yeah. we need two forwards, yeah. not a four and three in the, as a, as a the, triangle. He did a, it's basically a 4-5-1. Yeah, four, yeah, no, that didn't work out. That's only if it's a, if we are a very much a, like, offense team but yeah, we're, we're really not. we're not we're very definitely a defense team yeah i agree with you and i think a 4-4-2 is between both a offense and defense especially when pushing up to the field because you'll have at least more players coming in yeah you may have four in the back but at least there'll be eight coming back versus yeah. the certain amount because yes i understand as i'm a winger yeah um i don't fall back fast enough but if there's enough of us to fall back there there should be enough room like enough like to work with mm-hmm. yeah we may have only two midfields but at least we'll have to find the two people who actually match each other's energy and work together because mm-hmm. it just seems like unbalanced from there yeah i feel like he didn't do that because we didn't have the mid support to only have two in the mids and that's why he kept three in the middle I do believe that we actually should try, like, everyone else in a different position, like, over, like, January who on whoever's here during oh, January. Yeah. Well, he can't technically start practice until February due to the... NAI well, you can do rules. indoor. No, you can't start until February. The indoors? Mm-mm. Mm, I NAI see. rules, you can't. He can't start anything until, like, the th- I think the 4th or 5th of February is technically what the rules allow. Then why do they do indoors during uh, January, then? Because they do uh, indoor fun. Like, well, that's that's you going on your own. That's not mandated practice by Mark. Oh. So you can go in and do stuff on your own. But Mark, but Mark shows a, up, though. Well, yeah. He encourages it because he can't mandate it because of the KICA and the NAI rules don't permit him to have practice started until, like, a certain day in February. That's why you guys are only allowed to play on three days in the spring. You can have as many games in in on one of those days but there's only three days you can play so do you think during february we should try like doing different um, positions and actually see who else can actually play another position to be able to circulate around people because i feel like we need to be able to have people like learn new positions in case something happens i don't know if that's a february thing i feel like august should be the time where you figure out exactly where everybody should play that's when you should mesh with formations and you should test those during preseason February should be the time you are doing a ton of strength conditioning, ton of weightlifting, and working on fixing the nitpicky things that didn't go well during the season. So I think figuring out formations, yes, I think that would be a great thing to do. But trying people in different positions, I don't know if that would necessarily go in February. I think that should be an August thing versus February. Like early August, as yeah, soon as we get be, here. It should be like the first or second day of practice. In my opinion, instead of actual conditioning, we actually, but we have to all at least be willing to condition over the summer, at least well, try. Co- yes, I mean, conditioning should be incorporated into it, but like instead of having like a 6 a.m. practice, okay, we'll do a lot more conditioning with ball movement, that's fine, but in the afternoon practices, you could have students, you can basically have the players. Like, okay, I want to try you here, here, and here and see how you guys do and try do the trial and error in the afternoon and then do more fitness in the morning and just have, like, more technical morning sessions and then more 
detailed oriented and stuff like that in the afternoon uh, his, cho- his choice of two practices like a day it's really aggressive as well I well i mean that's that's preseason though every school that around the country does that where most teams do three like my sophomore year we had three practices a day we had well i had four because i had morning i had 6 a.m and i had 6 p.m i had weights at one and then i'd keep her training right after 6 a.m training so I had four practices every single day with meetings in between every practice. Like preseason was the definition of hell week. I mean, that's what most athletes call it is preseason is when you first get there, it's boot camp, it's hell week, it's all sorts of names, but that's what it was my sophomore year. It sucked. Okay. Well, that's a little aggressive. It was brutal. That it is was totally aggressive. For, for one player to have four practices a day, it was rough. Do you think we should like be a little or more organized of what timing and actually be able to have a recovery session, like a proper recovery session? Because I feel like we didn't get enough recovery this year, especially when people were getting injured this year. I, I agree with you. I feel like there should be more time. Well, not time. I feel like there should be a time set aside to like allow for yoga or a stretching class or something mm-hmm. that allows for players to recoup because I feel like there's a lack of time for students to like regenerate because if we were drop we were dropping like flies so it's like okay what's causing them to drop like flies is it me is it practice and i feel like there's not a lot of consideration towards the players as why they're dropping i think he just automatically assumed it was lack of fitness which don't get me wrong that has a play in it but it's not like the full focus because some, like, it is some some of us actually have enough fitness the problem is is how we play with it yeah. it's just not working out like for me it was a lot of running originally when i was doing it over the summer but yeah. it's like um i definitely had better fitness then but as soon as i hit playing the field and i'm just playing forward i'm literally just constantly sitting up there yeah but I, during my practices during the summer, I played wing a lot. So definitely was a long session. As soon yeah. as I hit forward. I saw all the videos on your Instagram. <laughs> my, my Instagram, just, <laughs> it's beautiful. Honestly, honestly, it was a lot of work for me. But yeah. I definitely had time to go to 8 a.m. practices and actually do all the work. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, you look like you put in all the work, so. It, it definitely helped me out. But Good. it just, I think, I believe myself, I think I need more work. Yeah, I may be, that coach knows me because my brother, he's been my coach before. So it's, it was a definitely an easier way to get started mm-hmm. over the summer. So I want to continue that myself. Oh, good. Well, I mean, like, then that's, that's good. I mean, at least you know where you, what you need and what needs to get done. That's important. Yeah. Cause I, I don't want, I don't want to fail Mark as much as well, everyone yeah. else. But you also got to do it for yourself. I mean, because I love soccer. Do you love soccer? Well, I wouldn't have played college soccer if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just, for the most part, yes, it's an understanding of what's going to happen in the future now yeah. because we are going to be, because you're going to be gone since yep. you're a senior yeah. <laughs> and you definitely will not, well, you would be coming back if you come see us. But Yeah, I mean, I'll be here for the next couple of years, so I'll come say hello, but I mean, I got asked to come back and possibly play another for my fifth year and I told him no. I, I don't think it's worth it, honestly. Well, it's not worth it for me because I have to come back and spend another $40,000 on a degree. I already have two. I'm graduating with two degrees. I don't need to come back. Nah. It's pointless. Like, Very much. I need much. to come back. Yeah, so I, I believe for the most part in the future, I f- like, 
we definitely need to choose better players and just like I think Mark needs to choose better players and having to make sure it kind of like grows together mm-hmm. in general. Like, yeah, Mark may be choosing like having recruits come in. And so far, the recruits that we've gotten are really, you know, they nice. Have, they've all been really nice. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, even the keeper. Yeah, she, she was she, a sweetheart. She, she seems she sweet. She's she, she she signed. Here next oh my year. god! She's super sweet. That is so exciting. Actually, that is really like that. I'm I'm very happy for that. Actually, my biggest thing is I would I don't really care if you're good or not. If you are a sweet person, I'd rather have that. And you're if you're good. willing to work with the team. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I'd rather have someone who's super sweet and can build good chemistry and can have a good like good aura on the team. Versus having you be like the most skillful player and being a total like like douche. Like I would so much rather like have that. But I mean, we can make we can fix you not being good. I mean that I mean I'm not saying that's bad, but we can help make people better over time. Agreed. Yeah, so but with the conference games in general, yeah. do you think these new players will definitely be in a good improvement for these next com- uh, coming conference games? I don't know, because I don't know everybody he's bringing in. So it's it's really hard to say, like, if they're going to be a good improvement. But, I mean, with the few players that I have seen and the ones I know that have signed, I say they'll bring a lot of good attitudes and a lot of positivity to the team, which I think is always needed. But I don't know how it'll be, like, soccer-wise. Like, I don't know if they're going to help, like, with their skill level. Do you believe our conference games went well, even if we didn't exactly win? I feel like we had good moments, and I feel like we had a lot of bad. But I feel like towards the end, we started to finally, like, figure out our things, which is the crappy part, because it's like, oh, shoot, we finally figured out how to play, and it's the end of the season. So by that time, it's already too late. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like it went as good as it could have for what we were given. Like, do you have any advice for the new upcoming um, freshmen and people now? Um, As a viewers? You don't have, okay, my biggest thing is you don't have to listen to Mark's fitness plan. Like, you don't. But it, you have to do something. Like, yes, his fitness plan is weird, and it sometimes doesn't make sense, especially for keepers. Like, it makes no sense to my brain doing half that stuff because there's I've never done any half of that in a game. But, my I mean, my biggest thing is... Yes, fitness sucks during the summer, but just do it so that way when you get to college in August, it's going to be so much easier. You're not going to have to die on the fitness desk or die during the all of the extracurricular fitness he makes you do. It's just... That are really pointless. Yes. And it, well, it's not pointless. If we came in in shape, it wouldn't be... There wouldn't need to be any of that. You could just strictly focus on, the on practices. all the small details and getting us figure out as a unit but instead we're having to incorporate fitness because people aren't doing the work during the summer but then i feel like that also goes back to him being consistent with his punishments because he said okay if you don't get a certain score on the fitness test you're not going to get your shirts everybody got their shirts everybody got all the gear so i feel like there's that people don't feel like feel like they can get away with things because it's not the consistency isn't there so I feel like there's that. Um, I think Mark really needs to push that. Like I feel like he needs to almost go back to how he was my freshman year. Like go back to being almost a hard ass, mm. but being consistent with his punishments. Like if you're gonna say something and you say it, then hold up your end of the bargain. Yeah, because I I I believe yeah my fitness may have not worked out my yeah. my freshman year, but I feel like it could have like done better 
but I also freshman year people don't know what to expect as a like. Well, yeah, and that's freshman year. Your freshman year is kind of like the trial run. Like mm-hmm. your sophomore year, I feel like is the year that players should excel and really like should know what to expect. Because freshman year, you're coming into on a blank slate. You don't know what to expect. You don't know any of the t- players. You don't know the town you're in. Like you're just here, basically, is kind of what it is. Like it's a first time, new eye opening experiences and. I mean, freshman year, I like feel like freshmen have a little bit of leeway and a little bit more slack because they they aren't really given or told like what to expect because they've never they think they know what they're expecting and then they come here and then it's a total, it's a total different something stuff. totally different yeah and like just not working out exactly. with them and like I think I think I've learned more just going over the summer for my sophomore year definitely seen more improvements oh, yeah. now. I mean, I could be better as well, hey, and you, you could always improve. Signif- you have grown significantly from freshman to sophomore year. Just, just matured out of well, all things. Well, not even that. Just like your skill level, your confidence also was a really big difference. Like you could, from what you were your freshman year, your confidence is a lot different in a good way. Like you are a lot more confident this year, as you should be, because you're you got a lot better this summer. And, I, it sh- and it showed. It totally showed. I even, I even, I even personally just like told myself. I can do better. I know I can. And I made sure to stand my ground as an athlete and yeah. a person who's going to sophomore year. Yeah. Like, I feel like I should have just, all right, I'm good. And that's kind of the mindset a lot of freshmen have to have. Like, okay, whatever happens freshman year is freshman year. It's it's going to happen. You'll be okay. you got three years after this to make up for it. And as long as people, like, come into it, like, okay, I want to work hard and I want to get – to a better place or wherever they want to improve on, they just have to do their best to do that because they'll figure you'll figure it out after your first couple weeks of here. Like preseason is that oh okay I kind of understand how this rolls and you'll kind of get the hang of things and you'll get there. But yeah, it's like so, so. Do you have any advice now that that you're leaving us <laughs> like actually leaving? Hey, I'm still here till May, but no. <sighs> advice like actual advice that they're willing to actually listen to i don't know i thought my advice on senior night was pretty good no (laughs) (laughs) but then we could hear it over the intercom it was like so annoying but no i basically told everybody that my senior night i told i basically wrote on there and i said enjoy soccer because it's gonna be gone before you know it because none of us are going pro that's reality but (laughs) I'm going. I'm going to try. I'm working my way up there. Hey, no, that's fine. But, I mean, realistically, you got to look at it realistically. And it's Mm -hmm. a a one in a million chance. Like, unless you're in Stanford or Yale or anything like that, that's where you're getting looked at. But, I mean, my advice, the advice I'd like to give even my teammates now is just enjoy it. Who cares what anybody else has to say? As long as you show up every day to practice and you have a good time and you thought you did your best, that's all that matters. Because if you let what everybody else thinks control how you feel and practice every single day, then you shouldn't be playing anymore. Because you have to play for yourself. Yes, it's a team sport. And yes, it's a team effort every time you step on the field. But if you aren't happy playing, you're not giving your all to your teammates either. So I guess my advice overall is saying enjoy as long as you do your best and you are happy at the end of every practice because you are happy with how you did. That's all that matters. Agreed. Definitely agree. Because you're the one that has to put in the effort. You're the one that has to walk away with how you did. 
Nobody else does. I mean, yeah, sure, if you didn't play well and you get, like, if, if I just say, oops, you know, I don't want to go for the ball and I get scored in the game, yeah, you guys have to live with the loss, but I'm the one that has to mentally conscious that. So, yes, practice sucks. Yes, sometimes it's not fun. But you are the one that can make it fun. You can be the one to enjoy it. You can be the one to ignore everybody else. Don't ignore your coaches. Don't do that. <laughs> but you can be the one to ignore all the side noise and just enjoy the sport because I'm telling you, people say time's going to fly, and it does. Because before you know it, you're going to be sitting in my seat, and you're going to be done, and you'll never get to step on the just field again. Never again. Because it's like, it's just it's going to happen, and it's going to come, and it hits everybody like a truck. I, mean, I agree. That's the reality, and it sucks, but it's that's just how it is. Well, thank you for being on this podcast today. You're so welcome. I enjoyed it. <laughs>